1: lions fans it's time for the podcast
2: you've been waiting for
1: the detroit lions podcast
2: post game show hey howdy ho lions fans welcome to the detroit lions podcast episode 359 sorry slight delay at the beginning of there well brief delay of the podcast this is uh, the official detroit lions podcast for reddit i am your dashing host chris and with me is my good friend and i'm um, you live so far away. You don't have to be a fan. You didn't have to choose to be a Lions fan, but Ash Thompson, how you doing?
3: Why? Why do you want to hurt me <laughs> like that?
4: I was <laughs> like, I know,
3: but, like some people if they got time travel, you know, they'd go back and they'd try to kill Hitler or something like that. I would just have a frank conversation with my 12 year old self and just be like, like literally, like just stop watching the sport. You'll, you'll get hundreds of hours back. And but nothing in your life will ever so consistently disappoint you and make you feel like this.
2: Oh <laughs> my god, this was a horrific ending! I mean, it felt so good up until yeah, well, we'll get into it. We're gonna talk about today's game, we'll just do a little roundtable discussion, just the two of us, and then we'll take your calls. We've got all that going on, and a whole lot more. Are you ready to go, Ash?
3: One hundred percent. Let's get this thing rolling.
1: Let's kick this off and break it down.
2: Well, the one thing is, and I'm seeing it in the chat, I'll, I'll, I'll take that with me from Troy. Um, look, the Ravens had to make history in order to beat this Lions team. Um, and God, that delay a game. What is that? Five yards? Is it a 10-second runoff? Yeah. What happens? Yeah. It, it, it's a win. It's not even an awesome. option. Awesome.
3: Yeah. It's a Hail Mary if, yeah. if that penalty gets called. <sighs> but now, now, like I was saying in the pregame, we, we are assuming that the CBS 17th string game crew was able to have everything synced up properly so that what we saw on the screen accurately reflects the clocks in the building. But in the event that uh, they did, everybody involved in that needs to be fined.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> they, yep. they, you can, you can say that there are a, a thousand other plays in the game. Like, like our, our, our good friend doesn't go out of bounds and stay out of bounds. That's three points probably. hmm You know what I mean? I do. And then, and then that kick's not happening at the end.
2: I felt Uh, so bad for Jerry on that play. Oh
3: yeah, it's his birthday, man. (laughs) Come on, and he's such a good dude. He's the best. He's the best. You know, like I I can't, and and you can't get mad at a guy who made a mistake in the first quarter and say that that caused the loss. I'm just saying that a hundred different plays, if they had gone slightly differently, would have made that one freaking yard difference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. The um,
2: the um there's, there's a guy I, I, he often has some wisdom in the, in the slack you may know him said something about you know so many young players you're gonna have some mistakes that young players make you know who wasn't that, that? might have been you uh, <laughs> that's one of the things you get with a team like this but that's fine you make your mistakes you pay the price you pay you know you pay for them but what we have here is the game turned on an amazing kick an absolutely fabulous yeah. amazing kick that should the never be
3: like 12 fantasy points in three different leagues
2: <laughs> should never ever <laughs> ever have happened man yeah, yeah man 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 now again i i, I know people want to talk about like the fourth and 19 or like you said the the out of bounds penalty some of the countless other penalties that this team yeah. got in this game and that's absolutely Pretty right but the team did everything to win the game they were at the point of winning the game yep. and the refs took it away um i might i might say same old refs i will quote um trev kiss my tender butthole nfl just pucker up and give it a smooch it was terrible we're gonna have blandino on this week we'll talk about it he's working today i I want to see if you could squeeze a phone call in with us, but pull out some of the Blandino <laughs> salve and uh, yeah. get that hashtag hire Blandino going again. This is this, this NFL, this officiating is, is just horrible. Now look, as a Lions fan, what have we played? We've played three definite playoff teams,
3: mm-hmm. three Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Yeah.
2: In the first three and games of the season, were
3: one score games. If you told me that the day before the season started, that two, like, because I would have said 100% we were going to lose all three of these games. Like, today's outcome, is, like, that I'm mad about an officiating call at the end of this game is the most surprising thing that could have happened today. To yeah, be perfectly won, it absolutely is. Other <laughs> than not being angry about an officiating call at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, like, if, if the 1% extra that needed to happen for this to be a win had occurred, that would be more surprising than this. But this is the second most surprising outcome of the day like i i legitimately was thinking it, would, it was going to be another thirty-eight ten showing you know what i mean like something where we were just embarrassed even with all of the the COVID guys missing and all of the injuries that the, the ravens have had um uh, because everything leading up to this week said that that was a much better team than the detroit lions
2: point spread when i checked on friday um,
3: and everyone was picking the Ravens to cover that yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> you know,
2: oh God Tony Ortiz, if anybody boy he nails it every week he nails what we do this the Friday show he's like, yep. look if this if there's a team that is lined up perfectly and a game is lined up perfectly for the Lions to do an upset, it was this week and they were just yeah. just just a terrible call away. I mean, look, again, they did everything they needed to do up until that freaking call. The call, co- oh. and then I mean, uh, that just—I mean—the whole game's different with that call. Everything changes. Yeah,
3: and I mean, I don't want to be the Joey Blue Skies today to to bounce off your, uh, your your Friday theme of of Joey Harrington, but like, <laughs> so many things went right today. Uh, like, if you look at my Twitter feed, uh, there's there's a couple of gifs I put out earlier in the game about something specific that the Lions were doing schematically to spy Lamar Jackson. They were dropping a defensive tackle in coverage, and they did it with Nick Williams to perfection and then lined Julian Oguara up on the inside and had him drop back and do it in two consecutive drives. It was the reason that they had to punt because Lamar sprang free. But these two guys did just enough to make him not be able to have a clear running lane, and someone else came in and wiped him out. You know what I mean with the effort play? And the thing is, if Jamie Collins is the guy who has to make that effort play, that's just a 25-yard run for Lamar Jackson. So that is another thing we need to take away from this as a positive, is they saw a turn, they got rid of the turn. This is the immediate result. These guys who will do everything they can possibly do to come up with a positive result are out there, and they damn near did it.
2: That's and that is I mean, you, so we talk about the young players, the youth, you know, the youth movement, and they're, they're going to make, you know, rookie young player mistakes ah. that happens first time coaching staff. I mean, I, I'm pretty happy with this coaching staff so far, how they've been doing, how they've done game management. Right. I mean, yes. they haven't been now, now, a lot of these players because of their skill level and the youth and, and some of the players themselves because of the previous regime, they're just outmatched. They're playing against yeah. better teams. And to play a team like the Ravens as closely as we did, and to hold it until the the very last, you know, the the poor the poor call at the end there, um, that says a lot about the what's happening with this team from a coaching perspective, schematically, and and the fact that again, you know, let me go back to last year. This time, so let's we'll say it's the third game of the season. We have that first half that we had against this team. They don't come out and play in the second half. They don't come. No. They, they're done. They give up. This team never yep. gives up. This team had, doesn't have give up in its system. It doesn't even know what give up is. They've, they've you've had enough of that shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, Dan.
3: Yeah, they, they didn't even play well in the first half. Yeah, yeah. Like, like to be, D to be perfectly honest, D like did. if yeah. we're... Uh, yeah, but also if Marquise Brown could catch a ball, we would have been down by 28 points at halftime. Marquise Brown, go to Marquise Brown though. Yeah, well, that that's exactly <laughs> it. Like the thing is, you beat the guy who's in front of you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Whoever that guy happens to be, he's still a legitimate NFL player. And that is a very high draft pick from a very short time ago who just had a bad day today. And guys have bad days on both sides of the ball, both teams every single day. And it's the team that takes advantage of the guy who's having the bad day that ends up winning the game. Right. So I don't think that matters because somebody on the Ravens was going to have a bad day today. It just happened to be that guy Yep, today. And yep. very important, very public situations but also like Lamar Jackson didn't have a good day because he was under pressure constantly like how many times were they wide open up the middle and he just overthrew the guy by five yards you know
2: the, the only um, SOL thing I want to say about today is we may have written a little blueprint for how other people can stop the Ravens going
3: forward <laughs> why Why do you want to hurt me so bad I uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but you're not wrong i mean with the that said, i mean the mo for lamar jackson has been if you keep him in the pocket and make him beat you on difficult throws that is literally the one thing he can't do like you get you ask him to do anything else and it's done yep. and it's done extremely well uh but that one thing of just hang in the pocket and make the throw has never been his mo it's not that he can't throw an accurate ball. It's just that in situations where there's traffic around him and he's not on the run, he just doesn't seem comfortable and he doesn't make good throws a lot of the time. But, you know, not that he can't. He just doesn't consistently.
5: Right. right.
3: So that was their one shot and they shot their shot and it was so close. Like, it was. It one was, more it? play. One. Like, one more play. And, one. like, but the thing is, the loss can't be the takeaway on this you know what i mean not, not for us definitely not for the team right right you know what i mean like this was this was a this defense this is the best game they've played and it is by far it is not even close like trevor price coming out there and starting as the cornerback should have been a nightmare that yeah. should have been 280 yeah. yards receiving given up given what his his life up to this second yep like he came out he balled out today yeah. Yeah, and a couple of missed coverages that happened uh, But then the guy who missed that coverage Got replaced immediately and that went away And everything mm-hmm. got shut down And like things that should be happening are happening Yeah Like Mar- Marlow probably should be starting now This defense
2: is 180 degrees from last year's defense Hey caller what's your name How much have you had to drink so far
1: Hey, it's Jamie from Montana, Hey, Jamie. and I've not had enough.
2: <laughs> did, you see, <laughs> did you see Blandino's tweet at us?
1: <laughs> oh, man. So living out here, I don't have that many people that I can call and gripe about, but, you know, I'm not really going to gripe. This may have been a loss, but there's such a good foundation being built right now, and it's very exciting to see a team actually get down and run right back into it and chew a kneecap or two along the way. Um, I just want them to put two halves no, no, of football no, no. together. Right. right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you mean more than one quarter? Uh,
5: <laughs>
2: yeah, this one hurt. I, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you, I am I don't like the play calling. I'll tell you where I didn't like the coaching probably the most was when we pulled that last field goal. The run, run, run. Before uh, I, we weren't. This wasn't what I expected from Dan Campbell. I expected really going, you know, nuts deep on this thing and uh, and just shoving it down instead of this 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 weak little run out of the backfield, which I know has been effective for us, right? But there was no disguising it there's no trickeration. there was no question what the lions were doing on all three of those plays for the the baltimore defense and i didn't like that at all i really really think especially the way we'd move the ball down the field to that point that the uh, the coaches could have stayed aggressive and and gotten six out of that instead of three yep the
1: only th- the only thing that i saw with that was we got down there with you know little well with little uh, circle passes and flare outs f- from Swift, and Swift had his coming out party. I think yeah, yeah. today was a was a big day for him, and hopefully nobody else in the league was watching, so they don't key in on him and shut us down or else we're down to Hawkinson. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as we got down to the right around the 20 there, it's like, okay, run, 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 like you said, And I think if they would have been a little more aggressive and, and did a pass or two through there you know, that touchdown, you know, I, as you were saying, man, I completely agree with that. I think, I think we should have been a little more aggressive there, you know, and, and drove it home a little bit more or bit the other kneecap off or something, you know, but all in all, oh. what I'm seeing is exciting yep. because it's, you know, golf can look bad, but it looks like he's coachable. And when they make those halftime adjustments, he's able to come out and, and do things. And I mean, he's, he, there's a pocket presence to him that I'm very surprised by that I didn't realize he had.
2: Yep. You know, Yep. So. Hey Jamie, I'm going to, we're going to talk about you here very shortly. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, I, I, but, but hold on. I, I know we got a lot of calls coming. I want I want to do this. I just saw, uh, because of, you know, the game ends, I'm up and firing the studio up right for the broadcast. I just saw a replay. It wasn't just a delayed game. There was a full blown false start that they didn't call on that as well. <sighs> it was two players. The center and the uh, the right guard uh, both moved very obviously. I didn't even have to enlarge the video; it was just in the little, little t- Twitter timeline, and you could see very clearly those guys both moved. That is oh, even no. worse now because there's two penalties that went uncalled. <sighs> well, I think it's also karma
1: that made fun of the Bears for their double doinkness of a court, of a field goal never two know. years ago, and then all of a sudden we get a doink and. We end up losing. How
2: about Ryan Santoso? <laughs> All right, Jamie, let's, let's, let's do this thing really qu- quick for Jamie. Jamie is set up. We're going to do something throughout October in the lead-up to St. Jude. This is going to be really cool. We're going to have – we're going to set an amount of money. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more. But every time we raise that amount of money, when the link comes out and you do hashtag Jamie's pies, we're thinking it's going to be every $100 – Jamie's going to take a pie in the face throughout the month of October. We'll put the video on the show. You guys will get to see it. We'll put it up, have some fun with it. But Jamie's Pies, we're going to have a couple other things. If you want to get involved help raise money for St. Jude, remember our 24-hour broadcast is on the 5th and 6th of November. A lot going on. We'll get uh, links and everything else out to you very, very shortly. We're only about five days away from kicking that off. But Jamie, thank you so much for stepping up and uh, agreeing to do that, man. It's going to be It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Hey, man, my kids and my wife are ecstatic to throw pies in my face. So the more money we can raise, the happier you're going to make my family and in a turn It's going to make me happy, too. <laughs> awesome. That's
2: awesome. That's awesome, bud. All right. I'm going to let you roll. I'm going to keep the phone. The phones are just on fire today, and I know everyone wants to talk. So um, I'm going to bounce. Oh, through, yeah. And we'll get back to right. you soon. Okay, buddy? All right. We'll All right. Talk- Oops. <laughs> I'm never good at that part. All right. Yeah, no. False start. False start with it. Oh, boy. Um... Encouraging. This, this is. I'm trying to put together what the takeaways are right now, right? And on well, the
3: positives.
6: Yeah.
2: When you When you run away from the game right as it ends, and you're trying to put everything together and get everything set up, uh, maybe it'll help. We'll take another call. How about that? Hey, uh, caller. What's your name? How much have you had to drink?
0: Hey, it's Lucas. So I have anything to drink? Right. I'm out taking my dog for a walk after that because hey. I needed to cool off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's probably a good plan. That's probably a really good plan.
0: Oh so my So I've got I've got a bit. I've got a bit of a hot take and I know it's just kind of emotional after that and it'll cool down, but I'm so like, obviously all those calls with the refs and all that, its horrible, but I am putting full blame for today's loss today on the coaching staff. And that's because if I see another prevent defense in anything other than a hail Mary situation, I'm going to lose my mind because it never works. And any coach who calls it anymore I think should just be fired And I know that's very emotional But I'm just so sick of seeing A team Like we, we held Lamar Jackson We, we almost stacked him twice With four rushing Maybe there were five I, I don't remember <laughs> But like We had that we had what we needed for that And they decided You know what We're not going to do that On this fourth and 19 And then give up a big play And it just drives me nuts
2: Yeah
3: Yeah I um, I've got a thought
2: of that I'm going to let you go Ash But I I okay. don't Go ahead.
3: <laughs> Fourth and 19 is what that defense is designed for. The player who was supposed to be covering that guy didn't do his job. To be, to be perfectly blunt, yeah. like on that play, that and, guy and messed up. And so his receiver was open. Like we can't which, let the guy get which, behind and you. He let the guy get behind you. That's game.
0: Yeah. And I agree with that, but the defense had been doing that anyway. So giving to me, giving Lamar any amount of time. Like, cause that's, that's just what's going to happen when you rush three. It's just, it's just hard to get to the quarterback. Like they, they and they came pretty close, but like, I, I just feel like they've been, they've been letting their guy open anyway. So you give them any amount of time and someone's going to blow it. And you just, you just gotta be aggressive to me. And it just, it just drives me nuts seeing it. Every time I see prevent defense, it just seems like it does not work.
3: And on that play, you could see Romeo Okwara pull up and not rush hard because he knew if he took an inside move, Lamar Jackson just shoots out the outside and it's a 19 yard run and that's game too you know so yeah you're you're not wrong you know but I see what the coach was going for I get why he did it it uh, it just didn't work and I think that's what we tend to focus on a lot is not whether it was the right move but whether we like the result yeah, you know I, what I mean I, I don't like the result any more than you do man it's it's
2: I hate prevent defense but I understand yeah. why it's there and, and it, it's you know the whole thing it prevents you from winning whatever but and and you see it all the time. There's all kinds of different things that go on when in these situations, and it really is, you know, beat your guy. You just got to beat your guy. I'm from both sides of yep. the ball, and um, that, it, it's it's it is what it is. Fourth and nineteen, like you said, that's the 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 time and place to call that, especially with that much time left in the game. That was that was a, a failure on the Lions' part to, uh, to stop that, and um, that hurts. But still, if the Penalty is called appropriately. The outcome of the game, I, they they, <laughs> they 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 played that fourth and nineteen just fine.
0: If I yeah, I do, call that yeah I do I do agree with you there. I, I think I'm at the point where these calls happen so much. I'm just like, okay, we got to look at where else we could have won because we're oh, like I couldn't believe that. Like I, they, the announcers count it down, and you're sitting there like, okay, okay. Like, oh, no, they got the ball off. Yeah, okay, sure, sure, sure they did. Yeah. Sure they did. The fix isn't in or anything. No. But I think, too, you seeing the prevent defense there, like you said, it's probably the right call. You guys are more level-headed than I am at the moment. But I, you see it so much in games where, it, you know, the other teams start crawling back. It does It does yep. kind of seem like a, rather than go for the throat, oh, we're going to just kind of play back and play reactionary. And I think that's part of where seeing that at that time, I was just like, guys, like, just go for the kill like you can't be doing this stuff like yeah
2: yep yeah um patreon yeah. slack had a great ryan Stan santoso picture okay brother we're going to let you go phones are uh are bouncing right. yep okay thanks bud. Thanks, um ryan santoso of course i he's still my crush right
3: <laughs> it's such a, a great picture the
2: picture is awesome <laughs> Oh, he, he looks like gomez adams <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's great. That's
3: great. Um, You can hang out. The prevent defense, like the prevent defense is how the lions got back into the San Francisco game. So like in, in theory, like this is a sound theory that the prevent defense just prevents you from winning games, Mm -hmm. but one play, not a whole quarter. You know what I mean? Like, I like and then people are gonna disagree with me and say that you know I'm some kind of super homer or something like that but for one play on fourth and nineteen, giving up the underneath is the right move in my opinion as opposed to blitzing a guy and you know having five rushers and then having that be the play that uh, Marquise Brown finally catches the ball for an 80 yard touchdown and we're all screaming about that yep. you know what I mean yep on the percentages I think the prevent works out better on that play than any other defense that you're gonna throw out there
2: I see people, Saying something about intentional grounding too. <laughs> I don't I I d I didn't see that. Um we'll see, we'll see. I know that call certainly come in. Um Oh man <laughs> This gets worse and worse. Uh, but I'll tell you again, this is a Lions team that one year ago, game three, gives up after the first half. Um they don't have the heart, they don't have the soul, they don't have the uh, the the attitude that this team has. Um, I, I, it, we knew that it's going to be a tough season. We knew it was going to be a, t- a season full of losses, but you cannot tell me that these first three games are not more fun than probably every game last season, even though they lost all three of these games. And, and these are, again, really, really good playoff caliber, potential Super Bowl teams. Um, yep. Caller on the line. Hey, Caller, what's your name? How much do you hate to drink?
4: Hi, Chris. It's Matt from the UK. Can you hear me? Yeah, how you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, man. I actually spoke to you on our podcast, um, Roar of the Lions, not long ago. How are you doing? Good, good. Good. Um, I just saw the intentional grounding um, as part of that play, and it's as egregious as the false start. It's really bad. Um, He just throws it away, the throwaway play, but there isn't a receiver in the area, so it's it's bad. But I'm not going to focus on that because you'll probably talk about that in a bit. I want to focus on a positive because I like to do that sort of thing. The defense kept us in the game the majority of the day. There's a couple of drops that the Ravens should not have made. But across the defense, much, much better play, including Alex Anzalone because he wasn't covering Collins' ass. Marlowe looked good at safety. Jalen Reeves-Maben looked good. Romeo played quite well. Derek Barnes had a good game. Parker, Price looked good. Harris, there's a lot of positives to take from this game. If you told me that we'd hold them to 19 points, I mean, I, I can't believe how well this defense played on the whole.
2: Absolutely. I mean, again, when you look at the spread ahead of the game, ten and a half points, and uh, we played them that tight the whole game. The defense was 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 up to the task today against a very very good team. Nineteen points. I mean, God, when did the the Patricia defense last hold anybody to nineteen points? I, I don't know. Was it twenty nineteen?
4: <laughs> that sounds yeah, about accurate, yeah. to be honest wrong. with you, yeah. man. Well, and, and never mind that. The fact that on the offensive side, halftime we made some adjustments and we actually got the ball to some guys who hadn't seen the ball very much. Kelly Freeman, Darren Fells made plays on the ball. We we kept them off balance throughout. You now the execution was not great in the first half, but I don't know. It always felt like we had hope in this game.
2: Always have hope. Always have. There's always a little bit of hopium on the table. Till the third quarter of the Packers game. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, this, they, they, they played a lot better. I mean, they played better than any Patricia team. They played enough, good enough to win, according to everybody except the officials. Um, I, I, I think this was a, a very, very good game for this young team to show potential and, and where they're heading. Um, we've talked about a little bit the Miami probably last year being a good template for what you're looking at. When you look at this year's team, you're probably going to see this kind of stuff early. They'll start picking up the wins in the last half of the season This thing start to come together and leave you with a pretty good look as to how they've grown and built. And then you'll have a lot of action going on in free agency with the, the about $40 million in dead cap going away and uh, the draft yeah. with all the draft capital we have. I think you're going to see a pretty significant step forward with the team next year. But this is all about vetting the talent we have, growing the talent we have, uh, and and Ash, you you talk about this really really great, but not plugging the roster holes with guys that prevent the young guys from being developed and aren't that great anyway, and just cost you a bunch of money. Um, he he can really makes a good point around those those types of things. This is this is just it's an austerity year almost. It's it's kind of what you're going to have to go through to on a rebuild of a team that Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia left you uh, when they tried to build the 1986 Giants.
3: Yeah, uh, and the thing with that is, like, there there are veterans who are in the way. Uh, for example, uh, if you told me Khalif Raymond would still be playing ahead of Amon Ross St. Brown before the season started, I'd be shocked. And uh, Andreas and the Slack likes to give me, give me grief about that pretty much <laughs> continuously because I was on board with St. Brown, like, in November of last year. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when we got him in the fourth, I was like, yeah, day one impact, round four. <laughs> not so much (laughs) so far. You know what I mean? That, that hasn't, that's a bad prediction on my part, Andres. You're right. (laughs) Uh,
4: I I think the biggest thing, sorry, just to interrupt on, 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 I'll take it off the air after this, but the biggest thing that gives me hope about this is during the Quintricia era, you could have a look at the coaching and just say, I don't see where we're going. The coaching is leaving the players on an island, but, the coaching just looks good. The eye, they're passing the eye test in the first few games, and that's the biggest thing for me. We can develop all the talent we want in the front office, but if the coaching doesn't look right, you're doomed to fail, and you could see that with with Matt Patricia. But this just looks like it's going to work, inevitably, at some point.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think you're it's going to work at some level better than the last one worked. I know that much for sure.
3: Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, that, that is the thing. Uh, like they still make some mistakes, uh, but then they learn from those mistakes as the game is going and stop making them. Uh, for example, like how many times in the first half did you see Jared Goff rolling out on a naked bootleg and throwing to the running back for a two yard completion? A whole bunch of times. How many times did you see that in the second half? I counted one. You know what I mean? Because it's just, it's a bad play. It takes a long time to develop against this team where they will blitz guys and will bring stunts and will put pressure in your face. You don't have that much time for the play to develop. And in the second half, they were doing no step drop, throw the ball. Which on a team that you can't block, which like let's face it, for whatever reason today, the Lions could absolutely not contain that front seven. Those there was pressure off every time were... he tried to throw the ball. Those stunts were crazy, you know, man. They oh, they it were was murder. Oh my god. It like was watching brutal. Calais Campbell come from the edge with like, Panay Sewell and basically just pushing him into the guard and into the center and uh, <laughs> and then the other guy just whoop right around there. And the running backs off blocking another guy who's coming from the other side. It's yeah. not like he's not doing anything. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's six hats blocking eight hats coming. You know?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what it
3: seemed like a lot of the time yep. or one guy takes three hats on the blocking. So there's two guys coming free anyway. Right. Like it just, that was crazy in the first half, but they adjusted to it. They changed what they were doing. Like Matt said, and the results showed that eventually,
2: yes let me see if i can play this without audio i can't okay so that's gonna (laughs) if i play that that'll give us uh we'll get d d mode oh wait i can mute it there we go um let's see they got another play these guys are spike play to set up the
3: yeah because i'd love to see what everyone's talking about yeah yeah (laughs) it's killing me Uh, right now
2: man this is it's it's the in it's it's this combination. This is the thing that that makes it so. Like I, I can handle losing as a team, right? And I know where. And I didn't expect a whole lot of wins this year. This was a really fun game, I thought, to watch for the Lions. Yeah. But I, I, again, if you go in with the fits. right expectations, you can still have a good time, right? I mean, you can still enjoy yeah. the football and and the and in looking for different things to happen with the team, but. The idea that every week. we hear—I've got that—the <laughs> <laughs> fact, that song. the 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 thing that we we constantly hear about how the um the the lions you know Detroit the, the the Matthew Stafford thing oh he got out of Detroit oh he's been you know released from you know the worst place in in the history of the world and losing and, and all the crap that they constantly shit on the city and then it's like okay fine You're, that's that's your narrative that's what you want to do fine I, I sorry but I hope Brady just massacres him today I've had enough of the whole crap on Detroit narrative with Stafford I would like to just see he wants to play in big games great I hope he loses them and then we can get over that whole bullshit storyline but then now on top of it, you have this crap with the refs, like that that pull. This team did enough to win this game, and the refs didn't let them. And and so now you know you start saying, "What is this? Is this just?" And I'm not saying it's rigged or anything, but it just constantly feels like everything is set up against this team, the city, the fans. Like there's, it's just this constant kicking the dong over and over and over. And it's like, when do you get a break, man? When do you get a freaking break? And then you get the dipshits on the sports radio in Detroit that just love to kick the fans, too, and, and, and pile on and have fun. And then yep. people eat that crap up. It's like, God dang it, man. God dang it. How can you even just... can't? You, 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 there's a way to have fun in losing, right? There, There is. There absolutely is. <laughs> you can look at this team, and there was a lot of fun to happen today, right? But God. <laughs> Dang all yeah. this other crap just lined up over and over. Man! Uh, oh, Jiggly! You keep saying that. Yes, they gave up 4th and 19. They shouldn't have. But you know what? There was a delay of game. There was an um, a intentional grounding. There was motion that wasn't called that would have prevented them from kicking the damn ball. The game's over at that point. You can't win. So, yeah, they gave up a 4th and 19. Yeah, there was a guy that ran out of bounds earlier. Yeah, there was a whole lot of stuff that happened before that. But, God, man. Man, that, that, that play did not ruin the game. Did not lose the game. They still won it after that play until the rest jacked him on the calls. Oh, God almighty. Okay. That's about all the gas I have for that right now. 248-782-8384. <laughs> 248-782-8384. Give us a call. We'll let you join the call. We'll let you join the fun. Yeah. And uh, and Jiggly's great, by the way. He's he's in the chat all the time. He's been here for years and hanging out. So I'm just, yep. he said that. I didn't, nothing personal to Jiggly Scro. and it's not like there's nothing negative that i'm gonna say about this
3: like i I don't like the lack of aggressiveness at the end any more than anybody else does uh, like you need a first down to ice the game like it is one if you get that first down it's over the game is complete there is no potential for a comeback yep and you do three lame handoffs up the middle when the other team knows you're going to do three lame handoffs up the middle. It's the opposite of what we've seen that I've actually been really impressed with from this coaching staff previously with all the fourth and downs that they've gone for. Like these, you have to do that to win. And this wasn't an exception to that. They needed to do that again and they needed for it to work. And that is how they would have won this game. Like, I don't care about the prevent like that's bluntly. I'm just going to say it like football strategy wise. That is the right thing to call on that play period. End of sentence done.
2: Any coach does it. I don't care if it's Belichick. Every
3: single coach in the league says, "Okay, we can't give up 19 yards. Let's line everybody up 19 yards deep and nobody gets open past here. (laughs) You know what I mean? And they screwed it up. Yeah, the, like the result sucks. It's, same it's
2: the same old NFL on the fourth and nineteen, man. That's what it is. It's the same old NFL. If you want to, if you want to coin some S O anything on it, because everybody does that.
7: Yep.
3: Ooh. Okay. Well. And if we run four guys, maybe this is the time Lamar springs free and runs it for nineteen yards, like we watch Mahomes do, like we've watched a thousand other guys do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if we get aggressive and it's man coverage. Earlier in the game, we saw a play where every single defender did their job perfectly well. Lamar Jackson ran out sideways. There was nobody in front of him for 25, 30 yards. Yep, yep. You know, that's that's what you can't let happen when you're playing the Ravens. It is the most dangerous thing on any down, any distance. Is It doesn't matter what the down and distance is. If that happens, and Lamar Jackson has 25 yards to run.
2: Yep, yep. All right. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much of you head to drink?
3: Well
6: we have heard from the U.K., now you hear from the other side of the world, the Ozarks. How you doing, Chris? (laughs) How you doing, Brendan? Good to
2: have you, man. (laughs) How's life in the Ozarks today?
6: Hey, I'm kicking back and watching, uh, well, I'm watching the game of the week, and our other boy is uh, starting to light up the book.
2: Oh, is he oh no oh we're gonna to have to hear it yeah i don't want
6: hey, to... i don't i don't really i don't really care i mean you know i don't care about the, the placement of the draft pick and, and all that to me even if they wind up going to the super Bowl and win to me that's a high second round draft pick plus uh you get the uh uh extra fifth year option on whatever player they get so I, i'm 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 just fine with it uh, I, I just want to see him play good and enjoy enjoy the game. I'm going to enjoy whatever they do. Uh oh, somebody just fumbled. Oh, we got the ball back. I'll be dang.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we. But, uh, oh my God, you are all hey, in we, on that. You're saying we? I heard that. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I if they're I, I'm. I've got two teams this year, and and frankly speaking, I might even count the Raiders and the AFC as my other team, my third team. But uh, uh, since I got the package, and by the way. If any of you guys didn't know this, if you bought an Apple TV box, you would get the you get the Sunday ticket free through Apple
2: TV. Really? How about that? No the more you know. <laughs> that box is only like, I, isn't it like 60 bucks? 99 bucks? No, the no, one I got,
6: it, no, it's the uh, newer generation. It was about $150, $160 I got through Amazon. And they they had That's that so option. Uh,
2: and I uh, was like, man.
6: So,
2: wait, there you Apple go. Wait, wait, Brandon, you got it from com. you say? What a great idea.
5: No. <laughs> Amazon. Yeah,
2: there you go. Dot there you go. That's where you go get okay, all your Amazon goods, services or otherwise. com. Thanks for setting me up, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm
6: a- I'm expecting a check in the mail there, bud. Yeah, well,
2: I'll see how many Apple TVs I sell, and I'll let you know.
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, I, I tell you what. I, I know it's funny. I, I said it in the chat. and It's been on Twitter a couple times quoted, but uh, Jared Goff was, of course, interviewed. And he said this has got to be the biggest gut punch he's ever had. And all I could say on Twitter is, Welcome to Detroit, boy.
2: <laughs> well, if it makes him if it makes him feel any better, McVay's girlfriend's biggest gut punch was Jared Goff. So there you go.
6: <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, I, listen, listen, listen I, I'm all for uh, talking more in the positive. I, I mean, we could go over and over and on and on about the referees, of course. But this is a team that we know was not going to be all that, and all we were looking for was for improvement. Well. It took three games, but they finally took a lead and was at the end of the game looking to close it out. And just a little, and and the biggest problem with this team is just youth and inexperience, man. I mean, our boy, Jerry Jacobs, running out of bounds and then just destroying. What it amounts to is a great fumble and a recovery by the Lions, only to have the Ravens go the other way and get a
2: touchdown and, on it. And talking to Jerry, uh, You know he's
6: going to he, hear about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: So, oh, no, he is. He heard it. You saw him on the sideline I already getting getting talked to about it. But the thing was, if when we talked, he was not – I mean, special teams was not his thing. He's like, I'm not. I'm going to be a cornerback, right? That's what I'm doing. He, he, he said he'd never played special teams before. So you're talking about a kid, yeah, right? UDFA cornerback, right? Who played at a big school at Arkansas and Arkansas State and the JUCO before that, but worked his way up and got better and better and better, and uh, made the team because he's got some a real you know significant set of skills. He has a lot of potential. He's one of those guys that you could really see turn into something great. And they said we're going to put you on special teams for now to help you know get you some time, get you out there, and see what we can get out of you in the other way there's so much nuance i mean remember when when oh god who was it it was um the the green bay player who grabbed the ball with his, the on the punt with ah. his feet out of bounds the crazy rules that nobody knows about on on special teams right it's just it's just right. there's so much nuance to that that it's so hard for a guy that young to learn and 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 pull that out um i i, I it sucks it stinks but, right. I mean, it's the poor man's birthday. I don't want to get too hard on him on his birthday, right? He did. Oh. He, he, learned, he learned something. He grew on his birthday, right? He grew on his birthday. There you go.
6: Right. Well, I tell you what, this is the. And, and like I've been saying, I even made it a hashtag youth and inexperience. All the stuff that happened during the game, the mistakes that were made was because either they were too young to know, or even if they were a veteran of some kind, they didn't have the experience. And it's just one of those things, man. Uh, plus, our talent level is just not the best. I mean, the, the amount of injuries that the Ravens had really put them on our level. And that's why we wound up going toe-to-toe with them. But I tell you what, the first half, that game looked like the Ravens should have been just running away from us. I yeah. mean, drop after drop after drop. I mean, I mean, what is it? Hollywood Brown looked like a T-Rex out there trying to catch the ball. Well, that's because yeah. I had him on, my,
2: on two of my fantasy teams, and I played him this week. I thought I'd get the best luck possible for the Lions, and then <laughs> that part worked.
3: <laughs> oh, hey, I uh, man. drafted the rookie that they took in the first round this year, and pretty much every league I'm in. And hey, he's on IR. That's how much I helped us this week.
2: I've got my. We did our our dynasty league for the Slack last year, and I got first overall pick. I've never had that in any draft to get Chris, Christian McCaffrey <sighs> last year and this year. Just oh done my. The well, rest here, of us here's something the free else, money, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Brad, sorry. <laughs> I,
6: I was just going to say, I'll go ahead and get out of here. I know you got some other guys want to yak. So, uh, one of the things I took away from this though is the run defense came alive. This yeah. is the best running team in the entire league. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have had I don't know how many games straight of a hundred yards rushing. I don't think they got it this week. I I, I have to look. If not, man, uh, they barely got it. And their best rusher was actually Lamar Jackson. Yep. Bye, uh, bye. So, so you if song. you look at that and you see how see how they played, uh, I, I'm thinking. You know, I, I made a comment to uh, uh, he didn't agree with it, Mark Champion. But I said, man, this is looking like the Pistons from last year, where they're young but make a lot of mistakes. He said, no, he didn't think so. I said, well, I do. Well, I mean, you got you got guys who are willing and playing and trying the hardest, but they just come up short, and 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 there you are, you know. So, I, I'm 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 encouraged. And next week is the Bears, and we get it, baby. We're going to get a win next year, uh, next week. Yeah. Take care, guys. You too. See buddy. you later.
2: You too. No, I think the the Pistons um, analogy is a great one. I think it's a really really good look at uh, you know. Where this team is, where is it going? Uh, Shiner in the chat asking, "Is MCDC going to hold onto the locker room after this loss?" I think this will be the first big test of buy-in from the players. I, I had they not played till the last second, which I don't know. Maybe there was a couple extra seconds in the game, and the the rest didn't seem to be watching the clocks. But um, they <laughs> they played to the end and never gave up. So I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking that their commitment is in question this week. I don't think this week is nope. the big test of, of Dan and
3: immediately Creed. after that kick, they showed Alex Anzaloni's face. And I'm going to see if I can screenshot this and put it up on my Twitter feed later. Cause the look on that man's face was not sadness. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like there's, there's a difference in the way a person looks when like they're angry, oh. like, yes, they're, they're, they're sad. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? That's in there, but that's, that's not the driver. You know what I mean? This isn't a fold-up-and-die team. No. And anyone who does, well, okay, if they do that for next week, they won't be here for the week after.
2: I heard you. I think it might be the Canadian accent. Did you mean Alex Was that what Anzalone?
3: Anzalone. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> me, the linebacker.
2: <laughs> oh, man, Barnes's early injury terrified me. I was like, the, after let, let me hit the phone over real quick two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. Give us a call two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. We'll put you on the air. Loretto, thank you for the super chat. Can Dan three? Can Dan throw the red flag harder, please?
3: <laughs> um, I thought he should have thrown the red flag on the play before he did. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that was a touchdown. Same. But after Swift. they showed all the camera angles, I don't know if he would have won it. So good job with the restraint on that one on his part. You know what I mean? Because like, it's hard to to not do that when there's a touchdown at play, but then, then he had it for when it mattered. Yep. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't have that challenge flag. Like who knows what happens on the next snap.
2: You, you, you want, you want to hear the most sad, the saddest tweet of the day. This is heart wrenching. Tori Petri. She tweets. I too used to be so innocent when I was new to Detroit in response to <laughs> golf saying the gut punches will stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <Yeah>. it hurts, <laughs> Captain <It's at> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, like it just and and your heart melts for him. Oh. You know what I mean? Because they don't know. You know what I mean? Like you and me. How many times? Like I don't even feel this, man. Like this. I'm I'm, I'm sitting here laughing and smiling. Twenty minutes later, like ah, whatever. You know? I was
2: bad last year. Like these kind yeah. of losses, I was ripping, angry. I'm more. I'm just more. Hey, it, it was really, 38 to 10. It, you know, I literally, this is it.
0: <laughs> We've had enough of that shit.
2: That's exactly where I'm at on this. I'm just tired of this kind of shit going on, right? I'm just tired yep. of the constant, like, this kind of barrage. This game, I, I didn't expect us to win. I didn't expect us to win at all. And the fact that we were there at the end and, you know, we played so well against the team. And even the, you know, the other two games, we played very well against great teams this year for periods. Not long enough periods, but for, yeah. for, for periods of time. This game is one where we almost pulled it out. That first win is going to be like a just a massive release. And it, it very well may happen against the Chicago Bears. And right yep. now, I'm just thinking it's a stomp on the Bears. I just I just have this sense that this team is going to come in uh, to Chicago and just ball drag them. Just not let them up for air, especially after what we saw or what I heard we saw against Chicago uh, happen in Chicago today. I've got more yeah, to watch on that one. We'll see. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink?
5: I am Jesse. I think you heard of me before. I,
2: I do. Okay. We're um, going to keep it. We're going to keep it tight here, Jesse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to. Okay. okay cool. Go
7: ahead. I know it,
5: right? <laughs> I'm long winded. I get it. All right. 15. I finally have a number for you. you no, know, I'm just really encouraged, honestly, by everything I saw today. I mean, I really, honestly, I, I, I've been a Detroit Lions fan for many, many years. I would say 25, 30, right around that number, okay? And, um, oh, golly, every year. And I am a homer when it comes to being a fan. I get it. I, I want to win every week. But there's also things that I take away from the game. And I, I tell you what, this game was very encouraging. Um, the last game, too, I really feel like we made improvements. I really did. Um, defense, oh, my gosh. We we held Lamar to what? Are you kidding me? That is to me insane. So yeah. I'd love for you to talk about that a little bit and uh, our running game. I mean, goodness, great! There's so many young players on this team that have stepped up. The, that, this is like, you know you wouldn't expect to. This is my
2: my narrative right now. There's so many things that we have that we didn't have for the last three years, like a running game, yeah. like a defense, right? We have less talent on the team than we did all three of the last three years. I mean, they were ticking it down each year. They were, as as Ash loves to say, and you know, Ash, this is going to be hard having you on the show because I love quoting you. Replacing better talent with lesser talent continuously was Bob Quinn's MO for three years, right? And left us with this gaping hole in the ground. We have these young guys, and yet... We have all absolutely. the success that we didn't have before. I mean, that screams volumes no, about the coaching I know. It's staff, is not it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, Jamie, we're gonna run. We got a couple other people trying to hit the hit the phones. Thank you, sir. Okay, for calling. I appreciate it, brother. That so I was, just hit that one too. Yeah, yeah, go
3: go to town, buddy. All right, because what I want to say about that is like one of the positives that you can take from this, and it's, its I think it is a really big deal, is whether you agree with the strategy or not, they hit two things really hard this offseason. They wanted to be able to run the ball, and they wanted a solid D-line. And what did we see today? Game's on the line. Our guys are running the ball down the field, and our guys are putting pressure on the most difficult to pressure quarterback in the NFL without blitzing, Like, there was no crazy madness going on. Like, yeah, on the one play, Anzalone did it. But on all of the other plays, just a defensive lineman making a play. You know what I mean? Do you mean capital So, all the draft capital. (laughs) Sorry, it's a
7: Canadian accent. I can't can't
2: get (laughs) past that every time you say it. It's like, wait, wait.
3: (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, like, they focused on things. And these are the exact same things that the last regime focused on for three consecutive off-seasons and could never put together these guys did it in one and it's working like there are a lot of things that are not working about this team like the passing game is not going to come around like i i cannot see a world in which by anything other than volume stats jared goff hits like five thousand yards passing and 40 touchdowns you know maybe if we throw 900 times there's
2: no one to sign (laughs) there's no one to sign right we are what we are where we are this is why and i know I think it was you that was not, um, not no. It was Jeff. It was his Riz that was down on this idea. I'm okay to take a flyer and Josh Gordon this year. If he if, if he cleans up and can get it together, this is the staff that'll help him do it. Right? This is a staff oh, that ain't gonna take no that's... crap. And all of a sudden, he you have a real you you've got yourself a heck of a chess piece. If if he can get it together with his team, if not, what are you really lost?
3: Yeah, what's it gonna cost you? Like you bring a guy like that in who is literally right now, the only human being who might actually be able to fix something that is desperately wrong with your team. That is the opposite of a problem for your locker room. Your locker room immediately says, okay, what is everything we can do to get this guy where he needs to be? Like who's hanging out with him? You know what I mean? And, like, that is a locker room building situation. And then if it doesn't work, yeah, that's a bit of a gut punch. But management said, you know what? You guys are playing well enough that we're going to give you what you need. Yeah. And we're going to do it now. We're not going to punt on this season. Right. Because that's how you lose the locker room. Exactly if right. nothing changes next week, like if they go into Chicago and they don't play good for three quarters, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and nothing changes and it sets in that that is what is going to happen every single week like it did with the 0-16 team, where five weeks in, they knew. like Their their head coach is up there doing press oh, conferences yeah. going, we just got to keep digging and doing shoveling motions. And it's like, this is it. like There's no plan B. There's nothing. No. You know what I mean? There has to be a plan B. That's how you don't lose the locker room. And Collins didn't play well. Collins is gone. Yep. okay well our number one wide receiver can't get on the field and there's this guy here and okay let's spend let's let's spend two million in cap space and on per game roster bonuses you know what i mean like dude if you can just not get suspended you will get this money because <laughs> no one else has given him more than league minimum right that's how you get a guy like this is you say look We're gonna give you like you could make ten million dollars this year. You just gotta stay on the field and be the guy you were that one year where you were the best wide receiver on planet Earth. And he wants
2: if here's twenty mil. If he wants a redemption (laughs) arc, right? This is the place to do it. This is the place to do it. Come in now on a team that's down, that's looking to give you the shot. Everyone's working for everyone else. Come in, show you've cleaned it up, show you can do it, and and then bring it. And if you got it this year, that's awesome. Stick here with the team that stuck it out with you. And bring this team greatness. Come, you know, find greatness as this team grows and grows into something special. What a hell of a story, right? the love those kinds yep. of stories. Caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink?
1: Uh, my name is Paul. And I, not enough to forget that uh, <laughs> that field goal. We don't forget. We forgive.
2: But, uh, <laughs> Ash, so Canadian. For sure. 110%. We don't forget. We forgive. <laughs> what do you I, got for us,
1: buddy? I just want to... I just wanted to comment on, uh, for once, it's actually the season. It seems it's been nice to see that the Lions have a running game. Like, I believe the season when they had Joke Bell back then, uh, a few years back, was like the last time they actually had a running game, and then with like yeah. Reggie Bush as well. Yeah. And it's it's good, good to see them like actually running the ball for once. And. and- Obviously, I miss Stafford, but I feel it's like cool the, to see them having more than just a passing game.
2: I feel like the Joyke Bell, um, Reggie Bush running game was, though, it wasn't the same. It was, hey, look, we got yards, right? So the, so the the numbers the, the, are there. But it was the kind of flash in the pan kind of, it wasn't like the steady Eddie running game like we see right now. Like, this looks like a real NFL running game. And it's it seems weird, but we haven't seen that. Even when we go back to Reggie Bush and Troy Ball, it just didn't seem like it was real. This just seems so much yeah. more like a real NFL team would have, like a good NFL team would have. Yeah, every time
3: and the it, had it, a it, running it, 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 game. Mm, Go ahead. Yeah, it seems a lot more reliable. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, like every time the Lions have had a running game in the past, whether it was, you know, job at Best or Reggie Bush, or it's always a guy like that who's been driving it. The guy who's like one yard, one yard, one yard, one yard, one yard, 35. You know what I mean? It's yep. never been reliable. Jamal Williams taking what should have been a loss of two yards and turning it into one. You know what I mean? That that's that's the element that's been missing is the guy who takes Jared Goff stumbling and barely getting the handoff, and and he turns it into a net positive play. You know what I mean?
2: And it's like it's almost like the games we played before. It was just the casino. It was always the casino. It was the running game. One uh, okay, one uh, bar bar bar. Right, lemon lemon lemon. lemon yep. Whatever. All of a sudden, right, spits out some stuff. Yep. And it was it was true. And it was the same with the passing game. Right, Stafford would 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 have a bad half. It would be miss, 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 right? Drop, 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 whatever. All of a sudden sling, sling, sling. It's like ching. You know, how come out come the coins again? Very much a lot of that kind of casino feel where this is just this is workmanlike. This is the like you can truly trust the run game. Um I I this it changes. It changes your four minute, you know, uh drill. It changes your seven minute drill. Uh, when you have a, a a team that can run the ball, that means you can do the clock. We used the clock very, very well. We made yep. them eat all their timeouts. We did a really, really good job. I don't like the three runs there at the end that led to the last field goal. That that was – I don't like the play call. I don't <clears throat> mind that we ran the ball. So let me I just want to be clear there. But we definitely did uh, do really well. Again, I mean, Matt Patricia couldn't – Lived with Bill Belichick for 143 years and couldn't figure out clock management. Couldn't figure out timeouts. Couldn't figure out. Yeah. No problem for Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell manages these games very, very well. This is pretty interesting for a guy who's you know, other than taking over in Miami as a coach, you know, as a as a replacement coach, who's really never coached a team before. To see him step in and be so damn competent off the top in game management is really, really heartening. Gives me a lot of hope for for where he can help take this team.
3: Well, that's exactly it. Because you can say you don't like it. You can't say it's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, that is a legitimate strategy in that situation, just like that fourth and 19. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like any of that. It all makes me angry, but it's not demonstrably incorrect, like taking the wind in overtime or, (laughs) you know, it's it's not one of those where you're just like what is the, what is this person thinking like that just isn't a thing that human beings would do because i guarantee there are at least 16 coaches in the NFL who look at that three straight runs right up the middle and go yep that's exactly what i would have done
2: yep yeah
3: not many college coaches <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what- <laughs> I
1: agree. Yeah, thank you for the, uh, taking the call, and I love the podcast, so Thanks, keep man. up the good
2: work. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, man. All right. have a good Thanks for week. calling. Have a good day. You too. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Awesome. Uh, good stuff. All right, so looking forward, we have a week. Um, we'll talk about it. You have kind of hangover Monday, right, Monday Night Football. There's a Thursday game coming this week. It's just going to be like phew, the, the Jags against the uh, Bengals. It's going to be like what? Yep. Yeah. It's going to be almost... Almost painful.
3: <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> well, the, the thing is that the Bengals offense came alive. and I mean, they got two players I really do like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they put on a clinic today. So I'm, I'll be watching that just hoping Jacksonville pulls off the upset for our uh, our draft status eventually. Because I think they're a lot like our team in the except that they don't have the same coaches. If that makes sense. Say that again. Because I I think that team is actually better than its one loss record was last year. So if they are still that team, it is 100% because they did things like hire our old offensive coordinator who couldn't get an offense out of that personnel somehow. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, so that's that's our competition right now for for draft spot so I'm, I'm hoping they pull it off but i would also like to watch the Bengals just annihilate that team it, it would just be nice to to see like it's the two worst organizations in football i don't think anybody yeah.
2: i just I've, I've seen that horse beaten so many times i'm just i'm, I'm past it you know what i mean i'm just like oh. Yep uh brandon why we need to cover calvin no i don't think we need to cover calvin that's been pretty covered um it's it is what it is it's just i hearing yeah. it was a bad day for that boy the the, the fans booing sheila I, I, if you
3: booed sheila go after yourself yeah, honestly but true. just get over it yeah it wasn't God. nice at halftime anything she walked out there to do at halftime she was gonna get booed yeah. it's got nothing to do with that situation like it's not your money why do you care right yeah. That's where I'm at on this. Like, I don't get one and a half million dollars. You, know, you know, my life is not going to change at
2: yeah. all if Calvin does or doesn't get the money. No. In, 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 in my either opinion, case, of whether the Sheila involved. has it or
3: whether Calvin has it, you know, who doesn't have it? This guy right here. So I don't effing care.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't. It doesn't change my opinion of any of the people involved. It, it,
3: like, this is literally like watching the Kardashians basically is the level like. <laughs> That's that's where we're at with this. If you still care about this, you're doing that exact same thing. You're just dressing it up like being a football fan. It's, it's like people who like are really good at fantasy football, but don't think they're nerds. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm... Oh, yeah, you're you're super cool, but you're working in data analytics for a, a football website. Yeah, okay, I, sure thing. You're not just a math nerd.
2: I went, I went, <laughs> dude. I, I'll tell you, I, I, I can't. I got to keep a little bit. Under the, under and those the are all radar. things I love
3: Like to be perfectly blunt Like when I take yeah. those shots I am 100% taking those it's shots of myself <laughs> no, no, no.
2: I went to a conference At the NIST National Institute of something something In Gaithersburg, yep. Maryland And it was about a, a standard a, a, a programming standard Right There was about 500 people in the main room For the, for the, the opening speech And it's mm-hmm. literally the one time In my life The one time when I was able to scan an entire room of a lot of people and say confidently and truthfully, I'm the coolest motherfucker in this room.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. When I was uh, managing a computer sales department for a large multinational corporation, I won't mention, uh, I had that same experience. I, where did I, the in, I, like, man, I smell better than any other person in this room. And that <laughs> bothers me because I'm not really like the vain kind of, like I don't have six different kinds of cologne on. Like, I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? But like, I put on pit stick and I think I'm the only one here.
7: Oh, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. Okay. We'll c- put the cl- calls on. Um, anyone that picks in, um, we'll, we'll get your last couple calls. If you call in two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. 728 384 two, four, eight, seven, eight, two, eight, three, eight, four. Or you can use Skype Detroit lions podcast, all one word Detroit lions podcast. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you start and, uh, and drop your takeaways ash and, uh, tell everyone how to feel.
3: Well, here's how I'd feel. Um, Khalif Raymond did a damn fine job today of doing an impression of, of good wide receiver. Like we'll see if that continues, uh, like he on that and, and a smart player like that, that covering up the ball, on that uh the wide receiver screen at the end to yeah. just ensure that the good he had done didn't get undone by because you know they were trying to punch that out yeah. like and he knew that's what was coming and he just that's just the smart heads up play is the thing that says to me that that's a useful guy like i don't think he's you know, he's not the future wide receiver one of the detroit lions you know what i mean like yeah. i don't think that's in there
7: but he's not gonna he
2: be, be on be the wide Super Bowl three team. next year
3: yeah he's not gonna you be know on the I mean? Super Bowl
2: team, but he can definitely help us along yeah. the way get to
3: that team well, um, even that, he could be there for that, just as contributor guy, because he's also a special teams guy. You know what I mean? See. So like, there's, there's that. Like, this is a guy who he creates a good room. Yeah, yeah and the, that's what you got to be doing right now. Like, uh, like, like I said with Saint Brown, I'm shocked he's not playing. But he, Raymond did well enough that I get it. You, you can't just put anybody ahead of that because mm-hmm. that is a guy giving a hundred percent and giving you results. Yep. Like, same with Cephas, he's on the other side of the field that's the best option over there. You know what I mean? Yep. But they're not great options is, is the, <laughs> the, the, that's the, the mitigating factor. Like there is a ceiling that you can hit with the personnel we have. And I think we kind of saw a lot of that today is there are just, there are issues yep. and we need to remember that going forward, that when certain things are required of this team, they don't have it. Like they just, there is no pitching wedge in the bag of golf clubs. You know what I mean? So yeah. like you can, you can try to go like 60% swing on a nine iron, you know, mm-hmm. and, and maybe that's going to turn out okay. Or maybe you're just going to hit it along the ground with a nice little worm burner and shoot <laughs> across the other side of the green. You know, that's, that's, that's what we're looking at here is you're putting a lot of square pegs and a lot of round holes. And sometimes it's going to work like price played his butt off today, but yeah. you do not want to be starting that guy at corner. Right now, that is that is there is no plan where that is what you want to be doing. Same with AJ Parker; he had a heck of a game too. Guys out there playing his butt off, but you don't write this up. You know what I mean? Like they're they're improvising on yep. the fly. Yep. <laughs> you um, know, they're re- just making it work with what they have,
2: really quick as best they can. Couple of things: breaking news. The first one not as important as the second one. Rams Bucks are seven seven right now. That's got to be a good game when I get out and watch that. Um yep. This one, oh my god. Andy Reed left Arrowhead in an ambulance. Hopefully what? he's okay. Yeah. That's that's all yeah. I know right now is is Andy Reed left Arrowhead in an ambulance. Man,
3: I hope that he's all right. Sucks. He's a guy. Um, he's an easy to love guy. Been a fan of his for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just seems like a, a good like a good guy to, to be around, you know, yeah. not to like the Bruce Arians level, you know what I mean? But <laughs> there's guys who are the mad offensive genius for 20 years. And like, I don't want to talk to Mike Marks. That guy can go F himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a guy like Andy Reed, you feel like just accidentally, you'd learn 10 million things about a million different subjects, particularly offensive football. But you know, like he <laughs> just seems like a good dude. I hope that turns out. Okay. Yeah.
2: Not necessarily a whole lot about nutrition.
3: <laughs> but no, <laughs> but no.
2: you'd get a lot about football that's that's what, that's yep. what you're
3: in there for. not what i'd be asking him about for sure
2: uh loretto asks did they blitz on 95 percent of the snaps thank you loretto for the super chat really appreciate that man i didn't see much blitzing at all like by us or yeah, them? by by us them i thought it was mostly stunts uh, yeah mostly stunts a lot the of, blitz.
3: like their defensive coordinator whose name is not coming to my head right now runs a beautiful defense like, it is, it is elegant in all of the ways that the Shanahan offense is or, yeah. you know, like, he's, he's not just hat on hat, have my guy win. He's, I have the best guy, but I am also going to put him in a situation where not only can he win, but it will be easy for him to win. And that's that's what geniuses do. You know what I mean? What they They take what they have and they don't just go, okay, well, that's fine. I'll leave that out there and let that happen. It's like, no, 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 no. Uh, he's going to swoop around from the defensive end position and he's going to end up basically the other tackle is the person who needs to block him (laughs) on the opposite (laughs) side, you know, (laughs) because no one's going to see that coming. And nobody who started for the lions has more than like other than rag now who has more than like 20 starts in the NFL. So like doing that, that's how you win that game is you make every blitz pickup or every stunt pickup extremely difficult to judge like every time Goff got hit that's what it was is the guy who was hitting him just swooped around came from out of nowhere and it took him long enough to get to that spot that the person who should have picked him up had already done something else because he wasn't patient enough and that's what you get with young players it's on the list of ten thousand mistakes that were made today that are made because the person has never seen this situation before yep. like like you said with jerry you know, you run out of bounds. You don't know. You got to come back in. Like, sure, you've heard that rule. Someone has said that. But to he's you not at some touching point, the ball. But it It's feels not good, wired right? into the brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not muscle memory to immediately start pushing back towards that. You know, like, you, you want to get around the guy first. That's just natural humanity. And, and, and it's the same thing with blitz pickups. You, you look and there's nobody there. So you go double a guy. Yep. Then there's a guy there and Jared Goff's on his back. We got you know?
2: uh, Ash uh, equals Wink Martindale in the... Uh-
3: Thank you. I, yeah, I, the thing is, it's a name where I'm like, I know this name is so freaking like distinctive that I'm going to feel like a complete moron when somebody says this, like Wink Martindale. All right. Um, like, it, yeah,
2: yeah, it doesn't. It it should it, it should stick. <laughs> I didn't have it either, though. It's okay. Uh, hey, Colin, yeah. what's your name? How much have you had to drink?
7: Hey uh Brandon calling from the upper peninsula of Michigan. I have not had enough to drink today, I'm I think. <laughs> there isn't enough day
3: uh,
4: like
7: today. <laughs> you guys were actually just talking about what I was calling in about uh What's with Jerry Jacobs again? out of bounds there. Uh my understanding of the rule was that it's only a penalty if you're the first player to touch the the player or tackle, uh, sorry, touch the ball or tackle the player. Am I just I entirely this. wrong in that? Go
3: ahead, Ash, I'll let you do that. Yeah. Uh, what it is, is basically you can't, like first, you have to try to get back in as rapidly as possible, or that's a penalty. Second, you can't be the person to touch the ball, even if you do that and get back in fast enough that it's not a penalty.
7: Okay. Does that make sense? All right. So it's yeah, it's uh, two faceted there. All yeah. right. Yeah, it's, and, it's two different rules. Yeah, yeah I was I was I was situation. pretty angry about that from my understanding of the rule, but I guess I didn't I mean, have a full understanding of the rule. That's
2: okay. And it's it's the other thing is it's to stop guys. Like you've got your blockers on a gunner, right? They're they're there to to slow him There's down. It's so you've got
3: beating the crap out of somebody yeah. basically and, on every play and they're there
2: that's their job is to to stop him right you can't just like run off of the field of play to get around them right i mean that would that, that, have done it right right <laughs> that would mean that, that there's no field of play like the whole thing is wide open so that's the, what that rule is you can't just like avoid blocks by running out of bounds and running back in so uh that's where that that penalty came from and and jerry i mean when you look at it i i see it and i see two guys they did they got in his way and they blocked him didn't really put hands on him. He just ran around him. And, and I, I get where his mind is, exactly what he's doing. And I was the, I start to wonder now. I want to go back and look at some of the film because he's covered punts. He's like always the first guy down there. Like he they call a fair catch and he's the one standing in their face. And then the next guys are like, you know, the balls in his hands and three, four steps all of a sudden they show up. Um, he's always – so I'm wondering if, if is this something he's gotten away with before or is – you know, I don't know exactly what. The saddest part about it is though – it literally had no bearing on the play at all. It had yeah. no bearing but, on yeah
5: yes. oh, exactly.
7: Oh. So that's the yep. fun of being a Lions fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, and they found a new new interesting way to lose this week too.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well
7: <laughs> I'd rather
3: find a new interesting way to I mean, <laughs> lose than watch one of the old ones for the forty fifth time.
7: <laughs> See that <would> <laughs> Not gonna lie. But uh <laughs> I was happy they were in it till the last second. Well, almost the last second. <laughs> Five seconds. Yes. I don't know. Whatever, whatever you want to call that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that, that's about all I had to say. Uh, thanks for clar- no clarifying problem. for me. May I have had enough to drink. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: just, just don't
2: drive, whatever
7: you do, brother.
3: This is how you find out. Yeah, uh, Ubers don't cost that
7: much.
2: <laughs> All right, man. Anyway, have, have a great day. I'm home. Don't worry. All right. Cool. cool. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Thank you. <laughs> All right. You we'll see you. Woo oh man that's good that guy that guy sounds like he'd be a lot of fun yep. <laughs> all right another super chat this one from loretto since you talked about the ceiling of this team currently is linebacker the biggest need with safety next one a one b thing then wide receiver second where do you go first ash
3: wide receiver Interesting. and it, it pains me to say that because i have been a, a died in the wool you need five good ones not one great one this team right now one great one fixes what this is because they have a bunch of like things that would be manageable if there was one guy taking the defense's attention. And I'm not even talking to like the Calvin Johnson level. I'm talking to like the way Marquise Brown was taking our attention today as the lions. You know what I mean? Where there's a safety over the top every time, because if you don't, then that's probably going to be a touchdown because your corner can't handle just that level. You know what I mean? Where it's a guy who needs to be reckoned with on the outside every time, or, or you're screwed because then the things like that wide receiver screen to Raymond work and all of the things that I still to this day do believe Amon St. Brown can do for an offense are significantly more possible when <laughs> there's somebody taking defenders away right. from that. Right. You know, like, well, like somebody a, you have to a, scheme a, against, a,
2: you have to double cover. You have exactly. To, yeah, yeah, like yeah.
3: somebody that you have to worry about because that's the thing right now is nobody's looking at the Lions offense and going like that's the thing that's going to give us trouble because they'll give you the running game all day. Like, if the running game is what's gashing you, that's manageable because at some point you're going to have third and nine, and then the team has to make a play, and we just don't have a guy yep. because they, they took Hawkinson away today. They yeah, absolutely, absolutely 100%. Did. Like, if you bracket a tight end with a safety and a guy like Patrick Queen, the. the but there's there's that that. that's why you yep. need that one guy.
2: That's why you need that one guy, because they could do that to yeah. that one guy, but then Hawkinson's exactly. open, right? I mean, that's like, the thing. You have a guy in at or to, to uh you know yeah. tip the head to Wisco. you have a dude in Hawkinson, right? You need a dude yep. elsewhere. And that's where I agree with you as wide receiver is the biggest need to see yeah, this. This Kelsey's offense, got this offense getting consistent all of a sudden becomes uh, happens when you have a wide receiver. You have the run game, you have the offensive line. Yeah. And then it becomes a different kind of story with the games. It is literally does the defense show up? Is, sure. is whether or not we win the games, and that I think that, yeah. that helps out a lot in you know where
3: this team's at. So, and, and so like, do make- I want a linebacker? Yes, mm. <laughs> you know. But with that said, alex alone, <laughs> if he <laughs> keeps you. playing like this, I'm okay with him being the middle linebacker next year too. Didn't he get a captain? He did. Yeah, Captain
2: Ancelone. Yeah,
3: so the players knew. The players knew and we just didn't see it for two weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, then you get Barnes. Maybe Barnes is your weak side linebacker. Mm -hmm. That's your two starting linebackers next year. I'm okay if that ends up being the situation based on how the year has gone so far. I You know what I mean? Safety? Good God, yes, we need that.
2: Well, here's the thing. This is what I want to go to because Riz talked mm -hmm. about this uh, I saw it on Twitter. He was talking about it. Um, Where are we picking the draft? Likely at the very, very top. Right. The quarterbacks mm-hmm. the quarterbacks just aren't exciting. They're not the guy that's no. gonna help this franchise. You're not gonna get someone better than Goff this year. Um, and there's
3: no Jamar Chase either. Right, right. To be blunt, like that guy's not he in really this draft either.
2: Says the most athletic player at the top of the draft is a safety. And that's what you take. Yeah, I know. With that for a pick, right? Oh. <laughs> and
3: we need <laughs> like, two safeties. And- the thing is, if 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 this is that draft year, so be it. I am not a positional value zealot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if if you get, like, say we're not, not number one overall. Like, if we're picking number one overall, like, okay, trade that to somebody or take one of the positions that matters. I don't care which one. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, there's going to be somebody there. Maybe we don't know who it is yet because we're still early in the college football season. That does happen quite a bit but there's going to be something worth that spot because that guy gets paid like he's one of the best in the league from the day he comes in. Yep. You know what I mean? And and he's under intense pressure and yep. there are certain positions where you can never justify that. Yeah. And that's, that's like before last season, Hawkinson, he was developing just fine for a tight end, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. that's like he, he was on the right path for a very good tight end. And Prior to last year when he made the Pro Bowl, people were still going, like Oh, you drafted a tight end number eight. Well, you no saying say that now,
2: yeah. And, and when you, <laughs> you talk know about I mean? drafting, in
3: fact, there were a lot of people that I recall having said that previously who suddenly were like, oh, We should also draft Kyle Pitts and run 12 personnel constantly. <laughs> it's just, um, he, he is having a hell of a year too. Don't get like that. Yeah. He's, he's doing just better year fun. than I thought he was gonna have just, just because fun. he got drafted by the team he got drafted by and was actually going to be playing as a tight end, and that's kind of a statistical limiter, but prior to this week I haven't looked at what Atlanta did this week, but he was on pace for like eight hundred and seventy-five yards yeah. receiving out of the tight end yeah. spot as a rookie.
2: It's not bad.
3: I'll take the L on that one
5: too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, no, there's no, there's so you got the you have the wide receiver need. You also don't don't forget you'll have a pick if the Rams 10 continue to hold up right yeah anywhere between 27 there then you can double up in round two exactly and uh gives you a lot a lot to work with and uh and then you still have two first rounders next year and uh a lot to work with a lot to work with so yeah wide receiver is is a really really big need for this team right now um no question at all i want to talk about so come by on the twitter and then we got a couple of super chats also that we have to hit um no delay in our game oh sorry that was mine um Talking about the, uh, the issuance of another apology letter uh, from the NFL. Oh, sorry, we got it wrong, right? I'm. This is, you know, at Ford Field, I honestly believe that they should print out copies of those apology letters and ring them around the outside of the stadium, right? All the NFL. Oh, we're sorry we got this yep. wrong. Oh, we're sorry we got this wrong. Because I think you could probably do the full loop without repeating. It, it, it might be a yellow
3: brick road from the farthest <laughs> parking lot to the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Of, of just copies of these letters on on blocks of, of, of the concrete oh
2: my god yeah the 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 Detroit walk of fame of NFL apology yep. letters what a mess um yeah that's 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 kind of um kind of a wreck that that stinks okay into the super chats we're, we're catching up back here um I just saw Encelone named in the uh, in the chat because <laughs> he talked about this oh we got that one okay Luke P thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, that one was for my cats and to say that Dan Campbell is my spirit animal. God, I love that man. Yeah, you know, he is a guy that is so easy to love. He really yep. is. I now look,
3: if we're staring Even though I think he's killing us on this call, thing, <laughs> Like him coming out and basically going, like, yeah, that guy's not on the team anymore, basically. Like <laughs> You know, Brad Holmes heard that I was like, dude, what are you yeah, You're yeah, killing yeah. me, man? Yeah, yeah.
2: That's not how you what? negotiate.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so everyone now the, the reports are that everyone's just waiting yep. on that for us so to cut, cut him. But the yeah. thing is, they can't cut him because his salary is guaranteed yep. and there's no offset language for that. Yep. And then next year, they're still paying him a bunch of guaranteed salary. Whereas if they trade him they lose the guaranteed salary this year and the guaranteed salary next year. So even, even if they have to pay, yeah. you know, what, if, what is another, I, I think I worked it out to be something like 7 million in, in salary cap space over the like next year, right. basically if they trade him versus cutting him. So what is that worth to, to keep that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you, do you go okay? You know, like we'll take your seventh and give you our sixth and Jamie Collins you know, like maybe you don't lose an actual pick, but like realistically speaking, most of these teams have a 100-player draft board that they're going off anyway. The guy you were going to take in six is probably going to be there when you take it, when you go on seven. Mm-hmm. And if he's not, you trade next year seven to jump up into six. Right. You know, like whatever. Right. Right, right, <laughs> like right, right, this, right. The, these things don't matter, basically. any Any day three pick is completely unimportant and almost always irrelevant after round four like the statistics just bear it out. There is a 25% chance that that player is in the NFL in three years. So, you know, moving around back there to get rid of a problem you have that you could take and spend on a safety next year, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like you can fix one of your problems with that money. You know what I mean? An off ball linebacker who can start games for you doesn't cost more than that $6 million. He's not going to be an all pro, but we're paying a guy a lot more than that right now to be a uh, healthy scratch yep. <laughs> you know
2: yeah yeah um i just want to i got another quick announcement got to make uh dean blandino has confirmed 100 he will be on the show this week so we will talk about the um oh god that terrible
3: terrible call those those terrible terrible yeah. calls those all, all, <laughs> all three
2: missed those. right all three missed
3: because we shouldn't have had to challenge it because the first one was a touchdown and so the play that we had to challenge shouldn't have even happened right 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 that and is... so on and so on and so on and so on like the, the whole fourth quarter i think it's the discussion
2: <laughs> based on the camera angles that i saw or that we saw i mm-hmm. felt like absolutely that was a touchdown for swift but i know i'm a fan right so so it's like i've got a, yeah. I've got, a I've got a i've got a bias I think the, the the guys in the booth saw the angles and could tell you couldn't overturn the call with the angles they had on the camera. But judging by what yep. I saw, that, that ball did break the plane of the goal line before he ever touched out of bounds. Uh I was just going by the motion of his arm. Yeah. Like at
3: the point where his yeah. arm is fully outstretched, he's he in the, the end zone. Yep. And then from the back camera you can see he's not out of bounds yet when his arm is fully outstretched. Right. Exactly. So like through the it's triangulation it's property. Angles,
2: yeah. Right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. You combine <laughs> them into one thing and then you go, Okay, that's a touchdown. But I I don't think maybe you don't challenge that one. You know, like worked out fine. That that didn't end up being the thing that cost everything. But
2: yeah, we were already running the clock down at that point. That's why we said, "No, we'll just score. It's okay." Um, Yeah. So that was that was tough. But uh, we'll have we'll have Dean on. He'll talk about it. I mean, his his. He's always great with his tweets. They're hilarious. And if you haven't seen it and you and you still have this this hate for Dean Blandino, I really re- recommend you go back. Go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. You can search Dean Blandino. Um, we've had him on a number of times. And the first time you'll see when we had him on, we gave him no quarter. We asked all of the hard questions. Okay,
3: You were way meaner than I thought you were going to be. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Here, I, I actually have a quote from from later, but here's one. Seriously, this is honest to God what he, he said in one of our, um, our interviews.
5: There was no hookers and no blow on that bus. Okay,
2: <laughs> so no hookers, no blow on the bus. Um, no, don't Dean- <laughs> <punch is cold. laughs> We did. We went. We went deep, and then you know we got to know. We did a video with him. If you've seen it on the YouTube channel, uh, Dean Dean does Detroit. It was a fun little uh, redemption arc for him. Um, I think it's hilarious. He's he's a great dude. He really is. I you know the guy. I started the hashtag Fire Blandino, and and it was like I was so done with that guy when we were early first couple years of the podcast. And then he left, and we got to know him. And I'm literally now the hashtag is hire Blandino. We need him yep. back because the guy he's he's if you if you see, okay, things were tough when he was at the NFL. But if you see what he did with the XFL, the transparency in the in the booth for the reviews, all of that So yep. kind of stuff. He if he gets his way, he can do a lot of good for officiating in the <sighs> NFL. He has a lot to bring to this, and um.
3: It, uh, Here's how I see uh, the future of football. Manning cast with that level of transparency on the officiating end. Can you imagine the experience of watching that game? Be so like much that's, so I mean, would take all of my money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh, what do you want? Uh,
2: yeah. I would probably <laughs> sign up for direct TV in the Sunday ticket again. If that's how they made me do it, if that's what they did, because yep. it would be worth it. It would absolutely be yeah. worth it. 100%. <sighs> um, let's see. Jean-Paul like, Morris. Sorry, our D-line must be salivating At playing the Bears since they just have Up nine, gave up nine sacks Feed them fields Nine sacks Yeah, Chicago is not a good team <laughs> This, and, and look, if I'm Dan Campbell Played in Detroit Come back, coach in Detroit The first win to be against the Chicago Bears Kind of setting the tone game. That would be good Division game. Yeah, yeah, that would be good Um i'm down for that i think i think they can i think they can beat the bears and actually i'm going to see what the lines are because i think i'm going to go with the money line it's the first
3: game i believe is possible yeah well
2: i thought this one had i thought there was potential in this game it it, it wound up and and the pre-show chatter that tony ortiz and i had before the pre-game the game preview show um he really convinced me that oh yeah the lions have a shot here And, and tony don't let him fool you guys. I mean, he's a, he's a nice guy, but he is sharp. He knows his football. Um, just couldn't believe it. I was like, he he convinced me, and absolutely. I mean, we had a great shot at winning this game. We, for all intents and purposes, was won this game, except the one that's most important or the, the record books. But hey, we'll have another apology letter to put in the in the granite walkway. Yep. <laughs> all right. With that, hey, it's it's football. Losing ain't fun, but it can be if you if you look at it the right way. This team's in, heading yep. in the right direction for sure. We have a team that's uh, potential Super Bowl contender, right? To play in it, and um, we gave them hell, so that's pretty good. We'll take this one last call, caller. What's your name? How much have you had to drink?
6: Uh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? know, <laughs> He found I'm it. I'm good. <laughs> I'm Jacob. Um, I haven't anything to drink. I'm just leaving
2: work. Oh, I'm sorry, ah. Jacob. Working on Sundays.
6: Today. I know, that's all right. So I punched a couple boxes at the end that would work. You know, it's all good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where you work at?
6: Uh, I work at Amazon.
2: Oh, nice. That's so There's right. a lot of boxes around. And you, I kind of snuck you, my, do you, do you my you always, AirPods in, you know. <laughs> yeah. Do you always use Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com? Oh, of course, <laughs> every time. That's awesome. Get your <laughs> Halloween candy costumes. You name it. We're hitting to October, right? All right. What do you got for us, Jacob? Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Thanks for for playing along on my Amazon commercial.
6: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make an observation. You know, like this loss feels similar to the uh, the Hail Mary. You know, from Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. It was like a penalty that should 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 have been called. or Whatever. didn't we lost. But I feel the main key d- difference is that Lions team was at its peak and this one is yeah. just beginning to rise
5: you know what I mean
2: oh wow that is I, awesome I,
5: oh, I, I, no.
2: I really like that <laughs> wow
1: and here's yeah. my hot take it's the good
2: Lions time.
6: will be three and three before we head to LA I'm just gonna say it
2: <laughs> oh man I can only get so <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I have to peek. We got Chicago, and then we got Minnesota, <laughs> and then we got the Bengals. And then we got the it's Bengals.
6: Possible. Those that, are very
3: winnable games.
7: Damn, You know,
3: Jacob. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not winnable. Not winnable in the you should win those games, but winnable in a you could win those games kind of way. You know, like oh, it's not like pe- the last three weeks where yeah. right? I literally walked into all three games thinking, okay, I guess this is an L. You know, like it just when you look at the schedule, you go zero and three. If everything happens the way that it should happen, that's three losses. You know what I mean? Whereas then you look at the next three mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, those teams look a lot worse than maybe we thought they were going to at the beginning of the year because everyone was talking about the redemption arc for Minnesota. Right, Fields is going to reignite this offense and carry him to the promised land. And the Bengals can't suck forever. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, and and honestly, the, of the three teams, the Bengals are the team I'm most afraid of because they have a thing that we are going to have trouble beating. Yep, and that's yep. Jill Burrow throwing to Jamar Chase. Yeah. That's that's a tough thing for us in the same way, but a much less experienced way than the Rogers Devontae Adams thing. You know what I mean? Like, the the, the question is going to be, can they do what Rogers and Devontae Adams did, where when we do take a shot and try to do something different and switch it up? Can they take advantage of that? Because they have the ability, but it's going to be tight.
2: The problem is their offensive line, right? Yep. And our defensive line, uh, they could they could really, really cause problems there. Yep. That's going to be a fun game. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a fun game to watch <laughs> because, God, you are so right. And then so we beat the Bengals, then the next day I fly to Vegas for a week and you got the Rams game. I'm going to be drunk and stupid and put way too much money in the Lions to beat the Rams. I can see this unfolding now. Somebody somebody hold on to my wallet while I'm gone. <laughs> Just leave it at home.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Okay, well, that's all I got, but I love the show. Um, donate the Fisher House.
2: Oh man, thanks. and that's
5: all good. I got for you guys. All right, thanks a lot. Man.
2: All right, thanks a lot, brother. Really appreciate that. Yeah,
5: yeah, how far so, are we away
3: from the Fisher House thing? Like the goal we set?
2: Um, we were past our goal.
3: <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't we didn't build the the Fisher House for, the, for but, the at the VA, but we we've got some good money going to them. Um, I'm gonna do a count up here. We're gonna end. The Fisher awesome. House stuff at the end of this month. So if you buy a, a shirt from DetroitLionsPodcast.com slash store, uh, there's some really great shirts. If you like some retro Detroit stuff, Boblo Island, some really cool Detroit shirts. I'm about to drop a Kobo shirt. Um, four bucks from every one of those is going to go to Fisher House. And then on top of it, we just auctioned off three pairs of tickets to the, the Ravens game. We gave away a pair. We'll see more of those thanks to Lions Nation Unite. Go to LionsNationUnite.com. Get in there. Herman Moore's new platform of creators like us uh, great guys dose Dion is in there and a whole bunch of whole bunch of everything Kang everyone everyone cools in there so go on over head it out head on over and check it out and uh, have a lot of fun we LionsNationUnite that's a good spot Also DetroitLionsPodcast.com. is it's a fun
3: place to hang out and do all the stuff there oh
2: patreon patreon.com slash Detroit right that's the, the or you can gym. Come talk
3: to me. And when I make mistakes, like saying our fourth round wide receiver is going to have a median impact and be spectacular. You can call me on that <laughs> every single day <laughs> for several months.
2: <laughs> you can also talk to the Riz and me and all the folks cases in there makes a, it makes a flyby every now and then as well. It's a great yep. group of folks. And uh, it is without a doubt the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet with a really, really special group of people. All helping That's us. That's what I found. Helping us. As we go to October 1st, we're going to move from Fisher House to St. Jude. We have the November 5th 24 hour fundraiser uh, live stream that we're going to do. We're going to do some things leading up to that. Um, we're putting a lot of that together right now. But that show is going to have some star power like you guys don't even believe. It's going to be. You know, we keep doing this next level stuff, right? It's like, wow, that was huge. Wow, that was huge. Some of the stuff we got planned here is kaboom big. I'm telling you guys would not think that we'd ever talk to these people, but it's uh, it is what, it's. It's who we are, right? So check it out. Get that going. We'll have a lot of fun raising money for St. Jude and uh, all the good stuff. Do to need got my some.
3: help from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. when no one else will come on? Let me know.
2: You're on the list, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> <laughs> We've – um. Yeah, we've already got a Swift jersey, a Swift signed ball, um, some really, really cool stuff. Some really cool stuff. Thanks, Greg. Warren, for your help there. And if, if you guys have anything you want to donate for our charity auction, please please let me know. Chris at Detroit Lions You can just email me and uh, we'll set that up. And also if you want to, if, if you don't have money, you don't want to do, we have a couple guys lined up. They want to do pies in the face kind of stuff at different levels. If you want to do anything, not just pies in the face. I mean, we had staff dad, staff, daddy last year, get that uh, staff daddy tattoo. Uh, if you want to do something fun like that at certain levels where we raise money, or if you want to just take part and have some fun and get your, your face on the show, happy to do that. Uh, just all in the name and raise money for St. Jude. want to have a good time with it. So, uh, anything you guys are up for we're probably up for it too i don't know if we have to get a release penned out maybe but we'll see (laughs) we'll see how it goes all right with that i think we're going to call it a show ash thank you so much i love doing these with you um we're at chicago so ash gets a week off next week sandman will be on to help us with the post game on the bears and uh his first show of the year so that'll be fun um but we won't forget you ash and uh I will remember you. Uh don't forget us on Patreon, Patreon.com Will you remember me? <laughs> Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Thank you for that that drop, by the way. I'm gonna pull that. No problem. Up.
3: Alex Anzaloni, Italy. <laughs> there, use that too.
2: Uh, get access to the Slack hangout with all those great people. Also on Twitter at DET Lions Podcast, DET Lions Podcast, and at Mr. Tweetson. Mr. Tweetson. That's
3: Ash. Or DLP Ash on the Lions Fan Unite thing mm. and/or TikTok.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, I don't know. What the- Wait for us only OnlyFans. It's coming. You can just call via Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast. All one word, Detroit Lions Podcast, or call us on the Lions line, 929 33 Lions, 929 335 4667. Be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com, subscribe to the podcast so we can show up in your face and ears automatically. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems. Because uh, we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection